Hey man, how's it going? Uh, it's it's going pretty well. Um, we're we're back in our official <laughs> podcast studio, aka this picnic table at the West Six Farm. Um, they're going to start charging us like studio fees or rent or something. I See, feel. I like. was wondering if they were going to like put a a little plaque up or a little oh, a little brass thing yeah. that said this was the same shade of difference they, podcast studio. They should definitely do that. Yes, they if, definitely should do that. If we continue this throughout the summer, maybe they'll get the hint. right. How many times do we have to record here before we get some exactly. some signage up? You know, actually, it would look great if it was like on the building right behind you, right? So we could uh-huh. have like the West Six Farm in the video and same shade of difference. You maybe know. even maybe even two, right? Like one on top and then the craft brew geek one, like have them both kind of oh, up there. I, I think I think that's a good idea. So you know, um um we haven't talked about this. So so our graphic artist came through for us. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I haven't had time to brief you. She oh. sent me the JPEGs. Okay. And said she would get me the rest of the files and the banner stuff we asked for. Um, I also asked for something that had the um, the URL on it as well. Oh, okay. And yeah. uh, I may have to remind her about that. I'm not sure she saw it. Um, she actually was on vacation in uh, Columbia. Uh, okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I remember someone had asked about that. Maybe you. Um, yeah. On one of our, our work calls, if she was also on the trip and no one knew. Yeah. So that's, she that's said cool. it was a terrific trip. Yeah. yeah she said uh, Columbia was a uh, a really uh, interesting and and uh, uh, visually pleasing. Country. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah. And I know. Uh, our coworker Norwin, uh, who went, was talking about how you know there's there's just like two seasons. There's the wet season and the dry season. It's not you know with their proximity to the equator, you don't really have seasons like we tend to think about it, which is yeah kind of kind of cool and probably a nice change of pace. Um, given that it's it's been nicer here lately, but we did just uh, like three weeks ago have some snow <laughs> so it's been followed you know, by massive flooding followed by a massive flood that's right because I think the the first time uh, we recorded here this year when it was nice enough when I was driving by like a whole bunch of shit along the road was underwater that's not normally underwater it, um, it was it was weird it was. <laughs> and I, I noticed this morning uh, cruising through town that uh, that they still have some of the cones up that were oh like, Water yeah. over the road indicators. Right, right. Yeah, and we're we're just uh, we're just kind of up the road a little ways from uh, the bridge that had a uh, a marina stuck underneath it uh, that broke loose <laughs> during it, yeah. the uh, the flooding and got stuck under a bridge. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I did hear that uh, the damage was minimal, and I think they're going to open in May, ah, okay. mid May okay. now for the singing bridge yeah. in Frankfort, Kentucky. Yeah, that's. Um, did they ever find? I know the thing that was really funny is uh, at the time that it was happening no one knew whose marina it was because no one was going to come forward and be like yeah it's mine stuck under the bridge um did they ever identify who that belonged to i I watched the newspaper online and and i never ever saw (laughs) so well we've identified that that was so-and-so's uh uh, brit or or, or dock And so, uh, so yeah, I'm thinking uh, when your dock gets loose, you probably, uh, yeah. you know, pull pull your hat down a little <laughs> over your eyes and just pretend like no, I, I never had a dock. What are no. you talking about? Yeah, no, never. <laughs> 
So uh, no no clue what uh, what what how that ended up playing itself out. So uh, so we are at the West Six Farm again. We are. They uh, they open a little later. We uh, we actually might get two podcast episodes in. We so, might. We might. So, so this yeah. is the first one that uh, we're gonna gonna be geeks and nerds again and and talk about uh, the things we use our iPad for and the apps we use and stuff. Um, this marks. Uh, an unusual podcast, John. Neither of us have a beer. Yeah, this is uh this is a first and um I uh I actually had an intent to to solve this problem yesterday. because uh, I did so I was I was actually here a little backstory. I was here last weekend. Uh I met our good friend Brandy here. First time I had she, seen Brand, Brandy. She came here that they have beer here. Yeah, which is so weird, right? Because... I don't even really like beer that much. Not only is that still funny, um, I love that I hit the right button because that's been a that's been a pain <laughs> when, point and when, a struggle. <laughs> when, when your finger moved over there, I go, "Oh my god, we're we're, we're, we're going for the wrong." Who, who knows? Again. Who knows what we're gonna get out of it? But uh, yeah, so I met her here last week. We uh, I, was, I was attempting to um, show her how to make a website with a static site generator. Which um, after a couple of beers, that went out the wayside. We we got to like step four out of thirty seven or something. So uh, I, I still owe her a tutorial on that. Um, but I hadn't moved my car from the time I left here last weekend until yesterday, uh, when I had to go down the hill and pick up my order from the, uh, Braxton brewery. And I was like, you know, I bet I could swing over to, there's like a million liquor stores down in Covington. Um, I stopped at Kroger to get gas. They've got a liquor store. I was like, I bet I can get some West Six beer so we could have something. Uh, but then I realized the big problem is that, uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't have like a cooler or anything like that because I'm the worst adult on the planet. Um, so we would be drinking like room temperature beer if I did that. So that wasn't really a fix for the problem. Um, so we, we were close, but yeah, we have we have no beer, and that's you. You do have a weird. George Foreman grill, so don't. I I do I do, and uh, to this day, so I moved into my current apartment in November of 2019. Um, to this date. I have never turned on the oven. I've used the burners on top of it um, a few times, but I've never liked the oven piece. No, no, I lie. They sent us a few of those frozen pizzas uh, at work. So I've used it probably four times. I think they sent us four pizzas. Yeah, so there's I've, pizzas that I didn't get to eat the second ones. I had to yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. It's a pain point. Yeah. yeah there's there's a lot. Of, they, they go pretty heavy on the... Uh, the, the tomatoes with uh, yeah those are terrific pizzas. pizzas. They were, yeah, those those are the only things I've turned on the oven for. So uh, the George Foreman's pretty pretty clutch. Yeah, you uh, you know off the top of your head uh, how many days? Uh, you know, believe it or not, I do. Uh, it has been three hundred and eighty one days now uh, that we have been at home. Um, I'm, I'm a little confused by that the, because in Florida and Texas, they said there is no pandemic. Yeah, anymore. yeah, they're. Uh, I don't know how they managed to uh, to get rid of it, but uh, yeah, around here we still definitely have it. Um, of course, they are two of the states that the uh, the new virus it, cases are uh, rising when yeah. other states are. Uh, uh, falling. Yeah, I saw the like average new cases per day was up like ten percent recently. Yeah. Um, I, I think you know as as things get nicer, the weather gets nicer. Um, as more people start to get the vaccine, I think a lot of people are 
really ready to, you know, kind of get back to normal and are um, perhaps jumping the gun slightly on that. Um, or you went on spring break without any of those things or, and hung out on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, because you were like, fuck it, you know, it's only going to spring break once. I'm going to make it count. I, I, I did find it interesting. People complaining about the Miami Beach stuff. Um, at a certain point, while people were on top of each other, at a certain point, they were eight or nine feet apart as they were running down the street away from the pepper spray yeah. from the police. So, so at some point, they yeah, did socially they distance. they did. Yeah, they did. They were, and they were definitely trying to socially distance themselves from the police. From the police, <laughs> yes, yeah. So, so. It's all good. It's all good. So, uh, so yeah. So we, I think we're going to do a second podcast so that we can have beer today. But the the first one we were going to go over uh, uh, kind of the apps that we like to use. And um, I know I I group mine into uh, uh, consume, communicate, and productivity. But you had a better title. For the consumption one, what was what was that you came up with the other night when we were texting? Um, I believe I liked um, anti productivity. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That that's that's a category for sure. Uh, there's good like time waster apps. <laughs> um, got a, a decent number of those ones, but uh, yeah. So this is sort of like a a follow up to the last episode where we talked about the the iPads themselves and kind of how frequently we use them. Um, I think it'll be pretty interesting because our take on apps is pretty different. I'm uh, I'm historically not a big app person. I don't install a ton of apps. And if I have an app on my device that I, I realize, you know, it didn't come with the device, I installed it, but I haven't opened it in a couple of weeks, I usually uninstall it. Um, if if I haven't opened an app in a couple of dec- decades, decades, I, I yeah. will usually uninstall yeah. it. And uh, well, the the thing I always think of is uh, our our good friend who uh, we both used to work with and enjoy making fun of, uh, Garrett. He would actually install apps he didn't even really want because he didn't like it when he didn't have a uh, a full page. He didn't like a partial page, and wow. so if he had like just a couple of slots left, he would go install some random shit just to, just to round it out and have a a full page. Never knew that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes uh, being Garrett all that more it, uh, compelling. It, doesn't it does. It, it does. Uh, which and and I imagine that eventually has to kind of take a toll on your device, especially when you only get a new iPhone like once every five or six years. Like he does, so um, that was uh, that was an interesting take from him. Yeah, it seems like he doesn't have the best relationship with the organizational CFO. Uh, yeah, getting getting purchases like that approved through uh, the finance committee is um, pretty tough for him. Um, yeah, I think there's a, a combative relationship with the C- the CFO. Um, you think he ever listens to our podcast? One hundred percent, he does not. No, yeah, no, right. he should. He should. Um, I do still talk to him all the time. Um, we uh, we iMessage a good bit, and then uh, given that where he works at now, they also use Microsoft Teams for everything, um, and and we're both open federated. We, uh, we we chat on Teams a good bit, but yeah, he definitely does not listen to our podcast. Ah, all right. So where do we want to start? What where, where do you want to start with the apps uh, that we use? Um, you know, let's um. 
Most of mine fall into consumption. Um, I would say uh, I have. I, I can. I can kind of see. You've got like three columns on a piece of paper because uh, we didn't have our uh, our note game situated prior to the episode like we normally do. I have uh, s- nine things listed on mine. I've got more Total. than nine things in, 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 one, in one column. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're going to have a good bit more. Um, but yeah, most, most of mine are under the consumption area. Um, that's, that's mostly what I end up using it for. Um, All right. Well, maybe I'll jump in since my list is longer and then just, we'll just go back and forth a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Uh, sprinkle in where uh, appropriate. The, um, I get a little testy when people say an iPad is just a consumption device and and I put a whole lot of consumption on here. But but I feel like a lot of these consumption apps are also productivity apps in that they are um, – they're research. They're research for personal sure. projects. They're, they're research for work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, Most of mine are consumption, but, yeah, there are a few things on there that I um, – I absolutely, especially with some of the things we talked about in the last episode too, I, I'm using it for more um, creation as well. Um, and then, of course, the, the anti-productivity yeah, as yeah. well. So, <laughs> so um, the, the, big, the big app for me, no surprise, is, is YouTube. Okay, sure. Um, RedTube, if, yeah. if you're our old boss. And, um, and so um, – I tried, uh, I think last weekend, maybe, um, I, uh, I was, I had some downtime and so I was sitting around, uh, on the patio of, uh, three or four breweries. And, uh, so I tried to both catch up on my watch later mm-hmm. list and clean it up. And so my watch later list on YouTube is down to around 2,100 uh, videos. <laughs> so, um, so I subscribe or I follow or subscribe, uh, depending on the current terminology, because there seems to be a change in the air with those right now with, uh, YouTube because of, uh, uh, and podcast apps in terms of, uh, trying to get more people to participate in. Apparently the word subscribe makes people think they're paying for free things. Mm, gotcha. So there's some transitions going on yeah. with that that I, I heard on some podcasts over the past month or so. I find that interesting. I've never thought subscribing to something was necessarily going to cost me money. Yeah, yeah. And you have you have some platforms as well that actually like um, – the ones that I'm familiar with, they do use that same terminology, but they offer – both right so you can follow for free or you can subscribe for a price and then you get like some bonus features that sort of thing yeah um, the, the big one i'm thinking of is is twitch tv yes uh, does that yeah you can pay to sub or you still follow for free and um, much like your your red tube usage which i'm still hung up on the fact that you were sitting at breweries watching red tube in public that's weird um <laughs> Uh, but usually, you know, you sub and you don't see advertisements and, yeah. and that sort of thing. But yeah, I can, I can guess it kind of makes sense to a degree. Although, obviously, if you're on YouTube and you click the, uh, the last time I checked, it was still the like big red like subscribe button. Um, I think it's, so. it's it's not like it prompts you to pay for anything. So I guess maybe people just aren't clicking the 
button. I, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a commentary, and people were going back and forth. And I, I heard it on two or three different podcasts. So, so it it apparently is becoming a thing as as some of this stuff becomes more mainstream. Right. Um, YouTube, I use the heck out of. I follow or subscribe to a metric shit ton of people uh, who I find interesting. Um, and then it shows up in my kind of daily feed and I add those to my watch later right. as things interest me. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That, make, that makes a lot of sense. I, uh, I actually, um, I don't watch as much YouTube as I used to. Um, cause for a while I was kind of on the cusp of thinking like maybe I'll, uh, way back in the day when I was like a big Android Chromebook person, um, I subscribed to at the time Google play music, which then also got you, um, uh, YouTube Red at the time, um, and it was really nice to not have the ads. But my uh, my YouTube consumption has dropped pretty dramatically um, lately, so I, I don't watch nearly as much of it now. Although if I do watch it, I usually am watching it on the iPad. Typically, see if I watch any video content at all, ninety percent of that is is YouTube, not not regular satellite TV or streaming services. Net. Netflix or mm-hmm. anything else. Most of my consumption, I I like to learn, and there's so many smart people that are putting out content on YouTube that that I just uh, some of it's entertainment and some of it's educational, right. but I I like both. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, some of that for me has has shifted over to to Twitch, which I do use quite a bit. Um, I'll watch it. Um, it is one of my iPad apps, so I, I do use Twitch quite a bit on the iPad. Um, I actually ended up buying a uh, an Amazon Fire TV stick just basically for Twitch, since Amazon owns them to watch on the TV as well. Um, but often for a lot of the same the same use cases. Um, so since Twitch has kind of expanded, I uh, I do play video games, and so I like watching some of the gaming content on there. Uh, but there's a lot of other really cool stuff that people are doing on there. People will live stream, you know, programming tutorials. Um, there's, especially with the uh, explosion in popularity of it, um, a lot of people are streaming chess stuff on there. So that's a really good resource for learning. Um, music production. So there's been a, a lot of really interesting stuff on on Twitch. And um, for me, it's kind of like a, a mental thing, I guess. If I go onto like a YouTube channel and I'm, I see that oh, this person's got like uh, some chess tutorials and there's uh, there's 97 videos. I'm like, I am absolutely never going to watch 97 videos. So if I can just pop into a live stream and just wherever they happen to be at is fine. Like I can kind of pick it up as I go. Um, even though in the end, I'm frequently going to watch like the same duration of content in the end, right? Regardless right. of whether I'm doing it on Twitch kind of ad hoc or if I were to just, you know, subscribe to that playlist on YouTube. For whatever reason, I, I find it more approachable to to do it that way. So, um, So one of the things I think I've always done really well um and and I'm probably a little odd in doing this is is I can visually inspect stuff and and pick what's going to interest me pretty quickly mm. and and drop it in and I've noticed people kind of turn turn their eyes up at me or their nose up at me and like ah, that doesn't make any sense to me but but I can look at, I'll go in and look at somebody that's got an overwhelming number of videos yeah. and I'll be like, 
this one, this one, this one, I'm done. Right. And, and in some cases I don't even subscribe to their content. I'm like, Oh, this was cool. Yeah. They've got a hundred videos. There's three of them. I like, I don't need to subscribe, but I want these three in my watch later. Sure. And, and I honestly think I came to that. Um, I do that with Twitter, but I think I came to that from RSS. So I, I think I was an early adopter of RSS feeds and I hated going to websites, and it pulled that in, and there was such a um, uh, an abundance of things when you bring it in via RSS, right. and you you have to be you, you could spend months use looking at one day's worth of content. Right. So uh, so I, I I think I started at that point, kind of being able to triage that stuff, and either read it or drop it over to a read later solution. In the early days, I used uh, Instapaper, yep. and uh, now I use Pocket. I think you yep. use Pocket. I, I do, I do. And that's actually kind of a, an interesting segue, um, given that uh, two of the things on my list were, one was Pocket, uh, and the other was Feedly, which is the uh, the RSS reader that I've started using. I, I actually put a, a blog post together on, uh, on usually.pink about this maybe a couple of weeks ago. Um, I, I used to use just, I lived in RSS. I subscribed to like a million things and it spent tons and tons of time. I, my, uh, my RSS like backlog typically looked like your YouTube watch later. You know, I'd, I'd read for like four hours on a weekend and be like, sweet, I'm down to 579 items on red now, you know? And by the time I, I got back around to it, like the, the weekend after it, you know, just was back up to whatever it was before. Uh, but I ran into a lot of those same kind of problems because of the fact that I would frequently stumble across a, an interesting post that somebody put on Twitter or Reddit or um, uh, Hacker News or something like that, that I would be like, oh my God, this post is really cool. I, I like it a lot. This person seems interesting. I'm going to subscribe to their RSS feed. And then overwhelmingly, the rest of their content just didn't interest me. It wasn't that it was, you know, bad or anything. It just wasn't sure. in my wheelhouse. That one post they made was better. Um, so the I've, I've really shifted to spending a lot more time in pocket as opposed to RSS. I really trimmed down my RSS feed to just people who fairly consistently produce content that I'm interested in. But almost always when I see those kind of postings that seem interesting as opposed to subscribing, I'm just throwing them into pocket uh, to read those later. Um, I subscribe to like the, uh, the hacker news, uh, Twitter account, which every time there's like, a, I don't know how their algorithm handles it, but it will periodically post some of the top things from that have been voted up on hacker news. And, uh, I almost exclusively end up seeing those like during the day, right. While I'm like working and I might flip over to Twitter for a minute and just glance at it. And I'll see like, Oh, that seems really cool. I don't have time to sit down and read it right now. I'll just throw it into pocket and check it out later. Um, and Pocket is something that, obviously Pocket and Feedly both, but uh, given how much more I use Pocket now, I almost exclusively read content from Pocket out of my iPad. Uh, I almost never go to the web and, and use it that way. I can't remember the last time I went to the Pocket uh, uh, via a browser yeah. at all. I, I definitely do. I do some Pocket on my phone, but in some cases I find the screen too small because I'll put some some uh, visual things in there as right. well. Um, I was looking at, uh, um, we're thinking about a road trip. I was looking at some graffiti 
uh, trails and things like that. And, and, and so I popped up my phone, I was sitting in traffic and I was like, oh, I can't look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so it, yeah. It is important to capture those though, cause, uh, we're going to need Chris to navigate if he's, uh, on that trip. He, he's, he's, he's really good at navigating to graffiti and street art. Awesome at navigating to graffiti uh, and street art. Uh, if you don't want to make it to <laughs> that area yeah well he has to pick the uh, he has to pick the music first yeah. before you start driving yeah but, this uh, ought to be fun <laughs> if we pull this off this should be fun so um so so that was was interesting um so so i use feedly too and i know this will surprise you but i don't pare down my stuff um very shocking and so I used, I have used a couple of apps and the original RSS app back in the day was Net Newswire. Mm. And the guy that, uh, I believe his name is Brent Simmons. I hope, I hope that's right. And he sold it. They made it a little better because they had a bunch of resources and then it kind of became abandoned where, and then he bought it back, but it didn't support any of the aggregators behind it. And in the early days of RSS, the beauty of RSS is that Google had an RSS service that I called the glue, Google News. Mm -hmm. And so you could take and use that as your subscription base and then use any of the apps. Right. Uh, depending on, you know, your preference of how you like things to look. And then they deprecated that and it went away. And so um, so I was using, so like I use WebKit uh, uh, news on my, uh, um, my MacBook Pro. And I've gone through a few things, uh, including Reader on the iPad. And then NetNewsWire came back, but it didn't have the syncing. And then they added Feedbin syncing, but I use Feedly. And then they finally added Feedly. And so okay. so now that's keeping all my stuff um, current between my phone, my, my computers, and my iPad. And so I am back to using NetNewsWire. And uh, while some RSS readers have better uh, interfaces at, in places – uh, Net Newswire kind of has the the whole package in most places, and uh, and I have this affinity to him being one of the OGs. Right, right, yeah, and that's um, I I do think that's a big a big feature. I know I've used a, a handful of different RSS applications through the years, um, from like standalone desktop apps to browser extensions and whatnot, um, but. I I do think that that sort of like cloud backend is is like a must have feature these days. Um, just because I I do occasionally look at Feedly on my phone, and then I do have two iPads now, which I I still end up kind of using both sometimes, just depending on the situation. Um, so being able to keep everything in sync is uh, is is a pretty big deal as opposed to. You know, back in the day when uh, I only read RSS feeds on like my one computer that I had, or something like that. So that's that's good they've they've done that integration. And I know Feedly was kind of like um, it sort of stepped in to fill that like cloud RSS void after Google killed Google Reader, um, and a lot of people were pretty upset about that. That 
then Feedly came in and was like, we're like the same thing, basically. And that uh, seems to have worked out well for them. Um, I think so. I think so. John, this is feeling like we're going to have multiple uh, iPad application uh, episodes and that maybe we'll (laughs) focus on the uh, anti-productivity or consumption ones on this one. How's that sound like a plan? Oh, that sounds like a plan. Yeah. Because I got a question for you. Yes. I want to go back. It it came to my, my brain and then popped away. So uh, I do mostly YouTube, but a little bit of Twitch. One of the musicians that I follow mentioned um, that you could subscribe to him. And I don't know Twitch's terminology, but I'm guessing it's some sort of premium. So a paid subscription Mm -hmm. so that the channel gets money. Um, it, he alluded to, it seemed to me, he was saying that if you're an Amazon prime customer, you can for free get premium access to one yep. channel. So what, tell me about that. Yeah. So Twitch's model is, uh, you can follow anyone for free, uh, following usually no one does anything like too special for followers. Um, it might show up like on their stream feed if you hit the follow button or whatnot that like your username followed or whatever but that's really about it um it's free you uh it shows up when you kind of open the app or you go to the website like on the landing page it'll show you like out of the people you follow who's currently live that sort of thing um then you can subscribe to them for a fee um it's usually five dollars um some of the bigger streamers have different tiers with different benefits that you might get so five dollars a month it's five dollars a month yeah it's five dollars a month per person so you're subscribing to the streamer not like twitch as a whole right right um yeah and sometimes they'll do usually you know you subscribe typically you won't see like the advertisements they do um sometimes for really big channels they might do like a subscriber only chat um so that you can only participate in the chat if you happen to be a subscriber um you get some emotes that sort of thing and then sometimes they'll do different tiers maybe it'll be ten dollars a month for the next tier up and you get additional perks yada 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 but when Amazon bought Twitch a few years ago, uh, they kind of added in a few different um, perks to it. If you are an Amazon Prime member, um, you can get all kinds of like uh, every month they'll do different like loot and different video games that you can like redeem through your Twitch account if you've linked up whatever that gaming service happens to be or a particular game. Um, to your Twitch account, and then you get one free Twitch subscription uh, per month. Uh, people usually refer to it as Twitch Prime because you get that through Amazon. Okay. Um, I don't recall the exact steps to get that going, uh, but you do have to link up like your normal Amazon account with your Twitch account. And once those are kind of married up, then every month you just kind of get that. Which um, mine are not. So yeah. I, I need to look into that. Yeah, it was, it, I, I did it fairly recently, which is bad. I can't remember the exact process for it since I did recently subscribe to Amazon Prime so that uh, mainly so I could have them deliver my groceries <laughs> to the door, which is phenomenal, by the way. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm super jealous. Yeah, yeah it's 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 great. Um, but it, it was pretty simple. Uh, there's just, you got to find like the right website that you go and kind of link them up. And then, um, yeah, then you just, it's, it's kind of a recurring thing. The only thing is that you have to... Um, 
it's not like an automatic rollover. So every single month, like say you want to subscribe to the same person and just keep it that way. Every single month you got to go like reapply your Twitch Prime for that person. It, it, huh. it like falls off. Um, I guess it kind of makes sense since you only have like the one that if you, you know, wanted to change who you subscribe to, that's just the way that they handle it since you can't really like stop subscribing on Twitch Prime because like that credit has already gone to whoever you applied it to right um so you just have to remember like oh whenever i see this person i'll just like hit the button again and, and reapply it but i kind of like that model yeah. I, I need to i need to jump in and do that uh, uh this dude i follow I'd, I'd certainly like him to get that that revenue stream yep. but but there's probably some other people I'd want to do that to periodically as well. Yeah, kind of like spread the love around. Um, I've I've subscribed to a couple different people for like the two months that I've had it. Um, honestly, just kind of based on who I'm, I'm really like uh, kind of consuming the most content for at the time. Uh, like I did my first one to a chess streamer that I was watching. Um, does like tons of educational content, so I, I gave it to him. And then uh, my uh, my second. Um, Twitch Prime credit that I got um, the next month I actually applied to a, uh, a musician who was uh, uh, still doing some some pretty cool stuff on Twitch uh, between like sort of like virtual concerts and then also just kind of like some tutorial type stuff that was pretty cool. And, and the guy I follow does virtual concerts yeah. and, and that's where that he has been mentioning it for three or four weeks now and, and I just hadn't Hadn't dawned on me to to kind of do some research and look that yep. up. Yeah, it's super cool. And uh, yeah, if you're already paying for Amazon Prime, it's a good way to basically give like uh, it's it's like the 401k that you get through through work, right? Like it's free money. You just have to take advantage of it. So yep. it's kind of cool. Um, so there's there's one topic that'll take a while and and will chuckle about, especially chuckle at me. But um, so so, how are you consuming Twitter on your iPad? Uh, I am just using the official The official app. Twitter app. Yeah, I am um, way back in the day, like at the, uh, not not the dawn of Twitter. At the dawn of Twitter, I was using SMS to like post to it from my, my dumb phone. But uh, back in like the early 2010s, uh, when I was rocking that killer BlackBerry, um, and before Twitter started going down the warpath of like cracking down on what you could do with their APIs and create third party accounts and that sort of thing. Um, I was really big into the third party Twitter app game. Um, I used to use um, Uber Twitter, which was then it ran afoul of Twitter because it used the word Twitter in the name. I think it became Uber Social. And then the guy who made it um, kind of like NetNewsWire, he sold it and then it kind of went downhill. Um, but back when it was basically just one dude and it was still called Uber Twitter, I used it a bunch and actually talked to the guy who made it uh, a good bit on Twitter and uh, got into his like beta program that he would basically just send out a a link to download like the, the latest version of the app before he would um, kind of make it more widely available, which was cool. But uh, basically since then, I've just been lazy and used the official yeah. account. I know when I click on things, it takes me to the official account, which I do have installed. But uh, I use Tweetbot. Um, oh, so like if you click on like a Twitter link from like your browser, it can only open in the official. Oh, that, that kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you can change that. Um, Apple's pretty predatory in that regard. Sure. Um, 
but uh, I haven't looked into it. But, yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine that you can. I, I do most of my consumption of Twitter actually in Tweetbot, and so it's not. It's not usually an issue. Right. Um, sometimes, though, as an example, if I have sent you something or or our group on Signal something, I and dropped a link in there. If I go back and click on that link yep. later, then it'll open the official Twitter app. Right, right. And I know the, the, the case I always run into is I'll be reading like a news article and they might embed a tweet into it. And I want to see like the thread on that tweet. So you tap on it and then yeah, it would open up in the official app instead. Yeah, my next app is is that's how that that works, and they do a lot of that. So, so a Tweetbot they uh, they have a cool interface. Uh, I live in List on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I I can't remember the last time I looked at in years looked at uh, at at the direct feed. So I have all my stuff segmented, and and if if it was somebody I added early that never made it into a list. Then I'm so you know I'm following them and I've not ever seen it. Not seen their content in like three years. <laughs> yeah. Um, was was last week the week before the 15th anniversary of of Twitter something like that? Oh, I don't know. I think it I was. See. So okay. so if if you were an early one that I never had a, a drunken night where I went back and added you <laughs> to a list, then I literally probably haven't seen what you've tweeted in 15 years. <laughs> Oh, that's good. So, that's uh, good. so yeah. So I use use uh, uh, Tweetbot for that, and and I actually use that on all the across platforms. I was so I pay I, for it. I was just going to ask because I thought you used something even on like your MacBook Pro. So it's Tweetbot there tweet too. too. Okay, very yeah. cool. They they are cool people. Um, I like the way the app works. I like the way it it looks, and um, kind of pisses me off that. Uh, that Twitter ran most of the third parties out, and so I feel like there ought to be some some love to to people that are doing that third party development. Yeah, um, I know as as someone who uh, who started using Twitter after it kind of um, relatively speaking took off after that South by Southwest uh, back in was that 2007? Is it 2007, 2008? Um, but that so much of the functionality of Twitter today, they literally just took from the third-party app developers, you know, back in the day, who were really the ones kind of innovating on the platform. Uh, they just kind of stole all those features and then uh, kicked so many of them to the curb. I, I know now it's basically impossible now to start a brand new third-party Twitter client and get to any kind of prominence just because they limit like the number of authentication tokens that can be handed out by like a particular uh, resource. And so it's like, um, I I know a few developers have run afoul of that and had to say like, well, I'm going to release like another version of my application. It's like a different instance in like the iOS app store, right, to get around that because it's a new registration. And, and that's and what Tweetbot does. Side by side, yeah, which yep. is such a pain in the ass. Um, yep. And it, it's, it's just kind of, yeah, it's, it's shitty. Um, yeah, so they, so people like that, so, so Twitter, their predatory process doesn't allow uh, people to have a subscription model. Yep. So, so Tweetbot puts, a new one when when they have enough features, they put a new complete model, 
or, or new complete version and you you have to go buy it again yep. because the subscription won't work because they'll run afoul of of those tokens yeah yeah that 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 makes sense and is uh awful but yeah it, yeah it uh, doesn't make it, sense and 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 is is as popular as Twitter as Twitter is now, you would think they would want to encourage that. Yeah, yeah. My understanding, at least, is that um, you aren't forced to uh, you aren't forced to handle like the ad content, like promoted tweets and that sort of thing, which is why they want to drive everyone to use their yeah. their official apps. That being said, on the uh, on my computers, I use uh, TweetDeck, which was also a third-party app that Twitter then bought back in the day and uh, made slightly worse than it used to be. Um, but it's still, I think, better than their regular website, um, where they also don't display promoted content or advertising, which is um, a little weird. I guess just not enough people use TweetBot for them or uh, use uh, TweetDeck for them to care. But then, if not enough people use TweetDeck for them to care, why do they care if people are using third party? Exactly. I can't, I can't imagine that more people are using like a paid app like TweetBot than are using TweetDeck. So I, I don't know. It just makes literally no sense. Um, yeah. But since when has most of what Twitter done in the past decade made any sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they have been that consistently inconsistent. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, um, a small time out. It was supposed to be 70 today, and I wore shorts, it, and it, it feels like it's colder than when we sit down. Yeah. it. Um, when I checked this morning, it still was supposed to be 70 and, like, sunny. Um, if you're watching the video, it is extremely not, not sunny. sunny. It's completely overcast. Um, I actually thought about wearing a heavier jacket than I did uh, when I left home this morning because it was, like, 46 when I left home. But I was like, oh, it's going to... It's gonna warm up. I don't need to do that, and uh, I kind of wish that I did now. But yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I at least wore pants. I am uh, freezing my ass off. <laughs> For those of you that are wondering, so uh, so my my go to the first app that I start every night with is Flipboard. So I don't know. Do you use Flipboard at all? Uh, I do not. Yeah. So so Flipboard has the curated content. And um, you can subscribe to their terminology as magazines, and mm-hmm. you can subscri- subscribe to Twitter feeds, and and um, you as uh, a user uh, of Flipboard can create your own collections and things like that. And and they've added uh, cities over the past twelve months. They used to have a handful, but now they have a lot of cities, and so they they create a bunch of news sources within each city. So like if you're getting ready to travel somewhere, you might get two or three newspapers and some magazines and some Twitter accounts and things like that in there. So so Flipboard is usually every night I read for a couple of hours. Read is relative. Some of those are videos that I watch. We'll click on in, in one of these apps. But uh, um, so I start with Flipboard and then move out from there. So Flipboard gives you this magazine type mm-hmm. experience. And so I'll start with kind of the the top Flipboard articles. So what most people have looked at. And then I'll I'll bounce around 
kind of that triage thing into a handful of the the topics that I'm interested in that particular night. And then I move on to another app. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. The uh, the app for me for that um, is usually now Apple News. That's kind of my my starting point. Um, just because it's, uh, you know, it, it tends to have fairly decent content in it, I think, uh, without me having to really do too much to it. I know I've removed a couple of sources from it that I, I was not a fan of uh, that they had put in there. But for the most part, it's, it's pretty good. Um, and then I kind of, like you, I'll, I'll look through there and cherry pick what looks interesting to me. And then I start to move out into other things. Yeah. And so that's the one that I, I think we, we expand on a little bit. So, so I threatened to repeatedly cancel News Plus and I have a couple you of have, times. You have. And uh, finally... Because of uh, us recording videos and some other stuff, I ran afoul of my iCloud storage, <laughs> and That's so right, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and so my best option was to go with the granddaddy of them all, Apple One subscriptions. Yep. Yep. So so I am now uh, News Plus for the future, along with I think two terabytes of. Uh, online storage with uh with uh, iCloud storage. Yeah. And so uh so I'm absolutely using uh uh News Plus. Um that's the second thing I look at every night. Um interestingly and and I don't know that you do this or 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 maybe you don't, but um I've just had this kind of epiphany over the past 2 or 3 months. Um, since I'm really digging into News Plus, that uh, Rolling Stone has some of the best journalism of of anybody going. I mean, they uh, they hit uh, they cover hard hitting topics. They uh, do deep dives into a number of things, and and I don't know when I got the magazine, it all seemed, uh, and maybe it was because it's that's all of what I read. And I didn't read the other stuff when I got the the Dead Tree version years and years ago, but um, it seemed like music deep dives and now uh, lots of news and culture and politics and and all those sorts of things. And, and it's probably been like that all along. And I just had my epiphany. Yeah, yeah. No, I've uh, I've I've read a decent number of articles from there uh, through Apple News. That uh, yeah, I was I was surprised because I always. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I never subscribed to the Dead Tree version, but I always thought of it as like, uh, um, a, a, as a less hipster pitchfork was kind of always, yep. you know, the the way that I looked at it, and I didn't realize they produced content, you know, regarding a, such a wide variety of topics, and and it's like you say, it's been quality journalism. It wasn't like. I don't know, let's have Steve write a political article, you know, the intern just uh, say that we have a politics section. Like, it's been good content. So yeah. I've, I've been impressed with it. Yeah. I uh, I look forward to it uh, every night. And and uh, and so, I mean, they, they're generating content more than just their magazine content. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's super cool. I do, um, you know, I, I'm also an Apple One subscriber. Um, though I, I went with the individual plan mainly just because I still had the like five gigs of iCloud storage that they give you for free. Um, and then I was paying for Apple music. Um, and while I think my, 
Apple TV Plus subscription was still free until like June. Um, it's honestly, I, I do watch a good bit of their shows, so I was like, it, it just kind of makes sense to, you know, go ahead and 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 pay for Apple One. But the individual plan does not include News Plus, which I wish that it did. If I could swap like apple arcade for news plus that that would be awesome but uh generally if i see something really interesting and it's gated behind news plus and i'm like oh, i really want to read that article um i'll just open safari and, and go find it um a lot of times i've noticed some of the articles gated behind the news plus subscription aren't actually paywalled on the site Right. Um, so some of them you can just get to for free. Uh, and then some are paywalled on the site, but uh, our millions of listeners, if they don't know this, are going to love it. Um, a lot of those paywalls, the way that they're handled um, is based on the path and um, like the, the file path in like the URL to the article. And uh, they don't parse out optional characters. So uh, the, the, not to go too inside baseball, but... Um, Technically, including a period after like the end of the domain, right? So like same shade of difference dot com period, that's fully qualifying the domain and is still valid. Uh, so for a lot of the paywall articles, if you put a period after their top level domain, but keep the rest of the path, it breaks the paywall and then you can just read the article without paying for it or anything which is i've done that a fantastic. few times it doesn't work everywhere it but does it works, not it works well enough yes yes some places got a little smart and so they now check for that uh but a lot more places don't check for that and yeah uh, yeah gets you around that paywall it's good good deal so um by, by the way, while uh, while you were starting to talk about Flipboard, I did pull up the weather. We're still gunning for the 70s, uh, but we're going to be stuck in the 50s until like one. <laughs> wow. Well, I am, uh, I am certainly freezing my ass. So uh, I feel like I, I need to uh, go get a, a, a sock hat to put on. So. So, so the third app I use, and I'm curious what you do with this because I know you're a Reddit user as well. But uh, if I'm on my computer, I obviously just just browse to it. But I I consume most of my Reddit on my iPad, and so I've gone through a handful of apps, and I'm using Apollo. Uh, so I probably haven't looked at Reddit in like at least a year. Really? Yeah, I, I kind of fell out with Reddit. Um, and really, I know I mentioned it before for like the one-off things, but really Hacker News is what I kind of replaced uh, Reddit with. It's um, not to be confused with The Hacker News, which is like thehackernews.com. I think it's just like a, a news website. I'm not a big fan of it. It's actually, um, it's a spinoff of uh, Y Combinator, which is a VC uh -huh. that funds startups. Uh, but if you go to news.ycombinator.com, they've got like, it looks like old school Reddit, basically. Uh, and people just post links and upvote them and comment and that sort of thing. And uh, that's really kind of replaced Reddit for me as that like tech news source. Um, the only time I really go to Reddit now is... Um, I'll go to the uh, sysadmin subreddit just from a browser, usually while I'm working, if I think there's an outage that hasn't been officially reported yet. 
<laughs> you know, like uh, generally if Office 365 is is acting, you know, screwy or something and they, ha- they haven't updated the status, I-, I just hop over there and usually people are freaking out like, is Teams busted for anybody else? And I'm like, all right, sweet. It's not just us. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's that's really about it though. And so, so interesting with Reddit is I, I joined early on when um, – when uh, there was, I, I guess they were going after Dig. Yeah, back because I, I switched to Reddit after Dig turned into a shithole. <laughs> well, and 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 so that was really the direction I was headed. Is that there are quite a number of ghost towns on Reddit. Yeah. So. Um, I follow a bunch of topics that I like, and some of them have are prolific, and others, you know, don't have anything for months and months and months. Right. And in some cases, you know, one or two posts a year. Yeah. No, I've I've noticed that as well. Uh, some of the places on there are pretty pretty dead. Um, and sometimes I don't. Back when I still went to Reddit, um, I, I kind of had the same thing with Reddit that I, I've done with Twitter, which is, you know, delete and recreate my account 300 times, just because why not? Um, so my, the account that I still have, I didn't like remove my my account when I kind of stopped using it, but um, it's new enough that I'm not like subscribed to anything uh, that's super dead, but I'll occasionally think, oh, you know, this would be a cool topic to... To, to look at, I wonder if there's a subreddit for it, and you search, and you're like, oh, sweet, there is one, and you go to it, and you're like, the last post was um, four years ago. Okay, yeah. I'm probably not going to hit the, the follow button on that one. but Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember what it was, but I was looking for something the other day. I think I was going down this rabbit hole with the uh, ATEM Mini and video switching uh, and, and all that, and... and uh, and there was there was a ghost town. I can't remember. There there are two black magic ones, and one of them has stuff in it, and the other one had stuff in it, but is a ghost town. And I'm just like, these things seem really popular. Why aren't people talking about them? And they are. They're just not talking about them there. Right, right. I do appreciate when some of those turn into a ghost town, and whoever still controls that subreddit puts something in like the info section with you know, what sub people actually use instead of that one. That's appreciated. Or, yeah. or someone will drop like the last post that you see is like, hey, if you're here looking for info on this topic because it's fucking dead, uh, go to this subreddit. People are active there. That, that's always appreciated. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, before we get to some audio content, there, there was one more I had. I don't know what's on your list, but there was one more I had that's not audio that I use um, a couple of times a week, um, but it's Issue, I-S-S-U. Oh, okay. So Issue is, um, in the early days, it was the way to get, uh, I'm sure they wouldn't like to be known for this, but it was the way to get pirated magazines. Ah, nice. So, nice. so people would either get the electronic version PDF of magazines, or in some cases, people actually scanned magazines and dropped it that's, out. In, that's some dedication. <laughs> in, in issue. And so um, I've always been a magazine guy, and and I'd be like, when I first got my iPad, 
it would be like, oh, you know, this would be cool if I could look at these in an issue. And it, it, I think it even predated them having an app. You had to look at it via the browser, and then you could just page through things. And, uh, and then it became places where companies actually put materials in, and then uh, man- manufacturers and, and you know, would put manuals and brochures and things like that in. And, and now there are actually publishers that put their uh, newspaper and magazines in. So, for example, two of the weekly magazines I follow, one from Key West and one from Asheville, North Carolina, and they put okay. those in there. And so I subscribe to that publisher's feed and those automatic, automatically show up. And then there's a, a Blue Ridge Outdoors uh, publisher, and those show up, and there's a handful of motorcycle magazines. And so I subscribe to those and, and just look once or twice a week when I think something new will come out. And then there are like some some magazines I follow or periodicals that are quarterly. Mm-hmm. And those will just show up in my feed. And then people do still put other stuff out there. You can search for anything. And and, uh, when I was looking for a paddleboard a few years ago, um, a lot of the manufacturers I was looking at had their brochures online. And then other people put uh, spotty stuff out for uh, people that didn't have their brochures online. And so so there was a lot of ways to to look at stuff. I bought a a new recumbent last year. And uh, and that recumbent company actually put their catalog uh, in issue, or somebody affiliated with them put right. their their catalogs online. So I was able to compare the various models in previous years to see what I was getting. So that's, it's that's kind of cool. cool. Yeah, and I I, I like the idea of um, it clearly becoming you know popular enough that. Instead of trying to uh, to fight it, that people started just putting their content on yeah. there and, and kind of taking advantage of it. So that's kind of a cool cool thing to see. Yeah. So I uh, I use that uh, like I said a couple times a week. Um, any any other non audio ones that you you have before we? Uh, the only other one. Um, well, actually, no. Uh, if do we want to go into ebook readers or leave that for another? I don't know if you read any ebooks on your iPad too regularly. I do. Why don't we do an ebook episode? Period. Yeah, I'm good with that. I think that'll work. You, you know, we we probably I've, need another reading is fundamental episode. We, we probably do. Yeah, because I know my workflows changed uh, a decent bit. Uh, As I, I say, I, I say workflow, not really a workflow, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so music. So, so interestingly, so I use Overcast for my podcast. I know, I know you don't listen to podcasts. Yeah. Despite the fact that I've, I've been involved with like four different podcasts. I I don't really ever listen to podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's amazing. And and you're actively involved in two current podcasts. Yes, I am. And, uh, and I frequently find cool stuff in podcasts and send out, uh, to the group and, and universally you're like, I'm probably not going to listen. I, I can say for certain that I have never once actually listened to one of those. And, and you're not the only person who sends me podcast links. Uh, there are few people who will be like oh i found this really cool podcast i'm like that does sound interesting but i'm just i'm probably not going to listen to it yeah <laughs> i uh, i tell you what i get my podcast certificate satisfaction from our uh, our friend from cameroon africa oh okay um uh, because i th- he he was pretty heavy into 
audio and video content. And then oh, when we worked I together, I kept giving him stuff and and he appreciated it to a point. And then he's like, dude, quit sending me stuff. I, <laughs> I, I, I got I got too much. And dude. And so I haven't sent him stuff in probably a couple of months. So I, I think oh, I need to send yeah, him you're, something now. You're, you're about due. <laughs> to, to see if he's uh, oversubscribed or if he is uh, uh, ready for some new content. Yeah. Um, you but, know, he he would be a good uh, a good guest to have sometime. I think we we should do we should that. have him as a guest. He's come out to the farm, hung out with us before. Um, right now, the uh, especially right now, uh, the weather is not to his uh, to his requirements to come hang out with us. He he reminded me that that he was from Africa in a country that was close enough to the equator that he was not coming out. <laughs> Ever, if it was less than 50 degrees and he wanted it to really be warmer than that. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he was here, I guess he was here with us when we did the, uh, uh, the, ep- when we recorded the episode where we did the Bluebird web- website reveal yes. for Chris. Yeah. He, he came out afterward that day, but yeah. Right. Right now he would not be happy if he was, um, so maybe in, with us. maybe in two or three weeks we could get him out here and, and do an episode. That would be cool. I think that'd be cool. He'd be a good guest. And he, uh, and, and he wanted to come back out. He just, he said, no, it's no. too, yeah. yeah. It's gotta yeah. be warm, man. It's the, gotta be warm. The days we've been out here when it's like 40, definitely not his jam, but no. yeah. I think it'd be a good idea. No, and I'm freezing right now, so, <laughs> so I think he would would unfriend us if, if he had come out. Probably, probably. I was honestly surprised. Uh, Delia, who works here, was just walking around uh, wearing a t-shirt, and I'm like, I'm I'm cold in my jacket. I don't know how you're. Yeah, I'm t-shirt. Fr- that's insane. <laughs> yeah, I'm freezing. I'm freezing. So uh, so since the last time we talked about music, so I was really heavy uh, in Spotify. I was trying to use. Uh, YouTube music because they were about to deprecate Google Play music, mm-hmm. which was really my favorite, being a, a Apple fanboy that, that flies in the face of that. And uh, because of Apple One, um, gosh, probably the three weeks that I've had it, I haven't listened to anything except uh, Apple music. Oh, nice. Nice. I, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, I've... I mean, since I got my iPhone and then um, did like the three months free of uh, Apple Music, I've been using it almost ever since. I had a a brief hiatus where it it does the the iOS and iPadOS apps are rock solid, I think. Uh, The macOS app somehow is like a buggy disaster, which blows my mind um but uh other than a brief hiatus where i got tired of the mac os bugs and, and went to something else that just um didn't have the same like one granular categories and two uh curated content um that just drove me back uh, along with international content um it's it's amazing if you listen to a lot of music in in other languages um spotify has a lot but Apple Music has like an insane amount, um, very impressive, and broken down into categories where it's easy to find as well. Um, yeah, I've been I've been super happy. Like I said, the uh, the iPad app I think is really good. I've I've been happy with the iPad app. What's funny, you so so it's 
Apple Music is a well-known dumpster fire in terms of the Mac version. and, and kind, uh, kind of like uh, Mail.app? Kind of <laughs> like Mail.app for sure. And so so there was this rumor about they were replacing iTunes and going to build it up from scratch. And then mu- the Music app came out. And it turns out it feels like it's just uh, decoupling some things from the old iTunes. And it's still iTunes with a different name. Yep. And it's still a dumpster fire. Yeah, it, it is it, to the point where sometimes I still have run into bugs uh, with it where it just like shits the bed and won't work or just doesn't want to load things or the music stops playing or shuffle fucks up somehow and you just loop the same two songs out of a fucking like 500 song playlist where uh, there have been times because uh, I, I have it going on my Mac almost the entire day at work if I'm not on a call um, where I have said fuck this and either started playing stuff from my Apple Home Mini uh, or I've gone to the web version of Apple Music and played that because that's somehow better. And and see, so so I don't ever use. I'm I'm so um, distraught and 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 uh, traumatized, I guess, <laughs> by by the Mac app that I can't remember the last time I even tried to use it. In the old days, I would build my playlist on the map mm-hmm. on the Mac because it was still easier. And and now I do everything on on iOS on my iPad or my phone. And I, I literally cannot remember the last time that I used um use the Mac app for Apple Music at all. Okay. Yeah. I, I still use it pretty regularly. Um it's it seems I don't know if this is just um, placebo effect or what. It seems better on the M1. I've run into less issues since I got the M1 MacBook Pro um, than I had on the Intel device. I don't know if they've changed the actual app itself if you're running on an M1 um, to kind of make it more you know, based off of the same code as like the iPad app or something sure. like that. Um, or like I said, if it's just placebo or, or what, but it's, it's not been as bad. I still have run into a couple of issues with it, but um, nothing to the point of like it was before where I was like, I'm ready to stop using the service because like this app is so problematic. Yeah. I just project to my, my uh, uh, speaker system, yeah. whatever I happen to be using from, from one of the iOS yeah. devices. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, and I would say that the uh, the problem with that is that like when you get a call or something, like someone calls you on Teams, um, you have to then do something else you like do. outside of that to stop it. But even that doesn't actually matter because like when someone calls me on Teams, uh, it will stop playing Apple Music for the ring. And then the second I answer the call, uh, Apple Music starts playing again. Yeah. And you're like, what in the actual fuck? Why? And then, you know, the other person on the other end is like, what the hell? Because you literally, the second you pick up, you're just playing music at them, which is extremely awkward. And and, and one of the things I've found is it's hard to find the mechanism to stop it from playing um, it's it's like it's not. It's like it's a background function. Yes, yeah. It's it's a complete mess. So like, um, anytime someone calls me on Teams at work, like 
I take a while before I answer because I have to go to Apple Music first and stop it from yeah. playing, yeah, which is the exact same thing that you have to do if you're using like your iPad to play it to a speaker, only it's probably fucking easier to stop it on the iPad because you can do that shit from the lock screen even exactly. as opposed to your MacBook where you've got to yeah, tab over to it and it's yeah, pain yeah. in the ass. There are some opportunities yeah. for improvement. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, you know, John, we've gone pretty long. Is there anything else on your list that we haven't covered? Um, Within this section? No. I, I think we have hit them all. I think maybe we come back and, and talk about productivity and communication. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think I think that'd be a good one um, to, to cover for sure. Um, oh, I've, I've actually missed a couple of things I should add, but they fall into the productivity section. So okay. I'm, I'm, I'm good. And while we both use our devices for productivity, I think it's fair to say we – we consume a lot. Yeah, we, we do. We do. Um, and and uh, my, my usage model is actually going to change a lot uh, starting on Monday probably because uh, I didn't include it in the list because it's not out yet. But um, Riot Games, the, the company that makes League of Legends, um, they've had a beta for the mobile version of the game uh, running. I think they started it in like Asia and then I think... At the start of the year, it became available in Europe, uh, but it's not available. Like, I don't think it might be available now in South America, but it hasn't been in North America. Uh, but on Monday, it's releasing for North America. Ah, cool. And so um, I'm not going to lie. Uh, a decent reason why I got the iPad Air was to uh, to play that game. Uh, and so I my, my productivity is going to fall off a fucking cliff on Monday. <laughs> So that's what I'm getting and, at. <laughs> and am I am, am I also hearing that uh, that your chess game is going to go go back a little bit as well? Um, to be honest, uh, my my chess game has been garbage, so it's probably going to maintain garbage. Um, I don't necessarily know if it'll go down too much more than it already has. I, I seem to be regressing in the world of chess. I'm now at the point where I'm like inside my own head so much that I'm just playing awful i I hate that yeah i I do that on a number of things not yeah and i'm like honestly if i didn't spend five minutes thinking about this move and i made the gut reaction move that i wanted to make four seconds after they moved but i told myself i really had to think about this shit like i'd have been better off i just exactly fucking move the piece that i immediately thought that i should but yeah so that's that's going to be interesting um i'm i'm very i used to be like a diehard League of Legends player on my computer um, and then I, I kind of stopped playing uh, for a while just because I had too much other thing too many other things going on and the games the games were long they would take 45 minutes to play one game um, and and the mobile version has been kind of tweaked for shorter games you know the idea that you could play it on your phone in yeah. 15 20 minutes uh, that seems appealing to me and i like the idea if i don't have to sit at my desk i can sit on the couch and play it but uh yeah i'm you have no idea how stoked i am uh that's gonna be just the end of me for a while probably so i'll i'll see uh slower and and a fewer number of uh of uh, responses on signal yeah yeah there's there's gonna be much more of a delay uh probably in my responses so um 
yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Right, uh, good deal. Yeah, right up until the point that I rage quit. But that'll, <laughs> that'll, that'll, that'll be a whole, that's that'll a whole, be a whole episode. Yeah, that's, that's an entire episode yeah, we'll, in we'll, and of we'll itself. We'll do that. <laughs> we, we might want to make that a high-gravity uh, beer episode. <laughs> Yeah, well, and, and that would be perfect because um, when you're doing really bad, particularly at that game, uh, getting drunk and playing is a good um, a good solution to that. Yeah, you, you take yourself out of ranked mode and play casual, and then you just get wasted. And you're like, oh, look at this. I'm great, as you, you know, just run a clinic on, like, the seven-year-olds who play casual instead of right 11 to 14 percent uh, beer will, will make you great exactly it's made it's, me great in a number of topics and subjects and activities exactly exactly that's that's why i'm so good at shooting pole is uh because yes of absolutely that. Yeah. yeah yeah for sure so uh, uh where can people find you online, yeah uh, so people can find me online at unusually.pink uh, it's my blog, and there also is an about page there that links to uh, all the other places that I hang out online, to my Twitter, a few other websites that I run. Um, and uh, since it's relevant for the topics we were just talking about, it does link to my uh, Apple Music profile. So you can make that profile public so that if you want, you can also make your playlists public. So you can go there. I did there not and, know that. Yep. So you know what I'm going to do? Before our uh, next podcast participant shows up, um, I'm going to do that, link to, and grab your playlist and put them on my phone so that for our Beer Road trip, we have everything preloaded since I have CarPlay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good idea. And then you can just DJ (laughs) your playlist playlist. from my phone and just blow his mind. Yeah. That's that's good. That's all really right. good. But yeah, yeah. All all my my playlists are are awesome. I uh, I'm usually a pretty humble person. My taste in music is fucking killer. So um, yeah, all my playlists are public that I make, so anybody can. Uh, I, I access found no them reason not to enjoy your playlist when we were in Florida for a week and never once felt the need to. Uh, say well can we listen to yeah one? yeah yeah and it's uh i got uh, i definitely lean towards uh, certain certain genres but i got a few different like styles of playlists on there if you want like indie or edm or something more upbeat or you know international i, I got a, a decent number of things out there so yeah definitely um if you go on usually.pink uh you go to the about section that's it's linked on every single page uh i've got like icons at the bottom of my about section that link to like i said twitter a few of my other websites my github and then uh, one of those is, is apple music i was actually going to add a link to my chess profile uh but i've been doing so badly as of late that i'm like a little embarrassed by it so i haven't done that yet uh but if i ever stop being quite so bad <laughs> i might uh um, I, I changed where I'm I'm playing, and so I'm I'm waiting to like they they ranked me way too high when I created the account, so I have to get through like a bazillion losses to like rank down to where I should be. Uh-huh. Uh, and so maybe once I I finish out that process and start having a more like fifty fifty split of wins and losses, and it's less like fourteen losses for every two wins. Um, maybe I'll, I'll link it there. Uh, but how about you? Where can people find you uh, on the internet, Mark? As usual, it is uh, Craft Brew Geek on all the socials. And I have yet not yet uh, spent time getting that website updated. But, is, uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to have some free time coming up soon. And uh, 
And so if that plays out, um, I think I'll have time to get that website up and actually have an idea for another website and another. Okay. Uh, I had a, a beer the other night and another domain. And so, um, um, yeah, so I, I am uh, I'm hopeful. I, um, I, I also recently bought another domain because I can't help myself. Uh, I, I'll blame our, our good friend, Brandy. I don't even really like that much? Because she was um, she was looking for domains in uh, yet another new TLD, and um, I thought of one that would be really really funny. So I like told her that as a joke, and then I uh, I looked it up, and no one had bought it yet, and so I immediately bought it. Um, it's it's a terrible domain. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> I'm like embarrassed that I own it, and I have no idea what I would do with it other than like a joke. But I have a joke idea. So if I put it together. And make it happen. Uh, I will. I will share the site at that time. But until then, it's just it's going into my my domain collection that I never do anything with. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I need to mark a couple of mine as as non renewals. I I did that after I bought this last one. I went through and did exactly that. So a few of those could you know fall off eventually. Yeah. All right. Good deal. Well, I guess uh, we'll uh, see you on the next one. All right, man. Take it easy. All right.